Welcome back to Live in the Messiah's Love. I'm Kamisha Lucier, Senior Pastor of A Day of Prayer, and we are talking about preparation for effective prayers. Um, this is a part two to this, which is also part of our series on prophetic intercession, praying for your children before trouble arises. And my beloved, um, my honey, honey, Johnny yeah. is here with me again. Um, Thank you, you know, the Lord just put it on my heart to make sure that you were here for, for this series because God has blessed us with the two parent home Amen. and having both parents when available in agreement is, is needful and is beneficial to the plan of God um, working in the household as he desires it. Now, if you don't have um, two parents available, don't let that put any kind of fear in your mind and don't Amen. let it slow you down because you can do what God asked you to do and you are fully capable and able with the Holy Spirit's help, of course, to get the job done that he has desired and designed for you. So I don't want you to flinch or draw back. Don't hang your head for one second because God's got it. everything you need Amen. to accomplish his plans and his Amen. purpose for Amen. not just your life, but the life of your children as well. Amen. He's given you every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Amen. And he will see to it that his will is accomplished. You just have a willing heart and walk with him. And mm. he will be the more than enough that you need. Not by power or might, but it's by his spirit. Says the Lord. So, amen. Um, uh, the previous episode, my love, you started off with um, our one of our, our sayings or declarations in our for our family. Would you read that to us again, please? Absolutely. It says, uh, so when you hear differently, you know or understand differently. And when you know or understand differently, you think differently. When you think differently, you believe differently. And when you believe differently, you will speak differently. When you speak differently, you will live or do differently. And it takes you right back to hearing differently, which is how faith comes or arises. Amen. Amen. And that's that's based on John, I mean, Romans 10, 17, and, and just a short version. Faith comes by mm -hmm. hearing and hearing by the word of God, or some translations say word of Christ, um, which God is one. So Amen. We, we hear his word, and when we hear it and we understand it, we're able to receive it and take it in and now make it effective in our life and begin to speak just as our Father speaks. So that and that speaking and that speech guides and directs our life. So it's very important um, as we hear the word that we, you know, understand what's happening and take it the way we're supposed to. And I just also want to just uh, declare to you that this is a part of the gospel. You know, when we think about the good news that Jesus brought of the kingdom of God, we think mm -hmm. about salvation, the initial salvation. We think about healing. We think about casting out demons. We think about um, people just getting saved and more people being added. But God also came, or Jesus also came and died for us to have that within our household, within our family as well, and spreading out to the um, rest of the world. He didn't say one was exchanged over the other. He didn't say, go, I'm sorry, baby. No, no, you're good. <laughs> so okay. it's that they would have life and life abundantly. Amen. And right? that, But it takes more than just the, the sitting there and waiting on the Lord to move. Right? Amen. There's, right, we are our students, we are being taught and trained up in the word of God, even regardless of where you're at. I don't care if you just came to Christ, you know, within the last few minutes, or if you are, have been in the faith for a long time, you, 
there's a progression. We're still growing in the Lord. We've not mastered everything yet, but we know the master and the one who knows everything. Amen. Right? So we have to, I'll say, press in and press on and apply those things that he's teaching us to our lives, not just kick back and, and wait for things to, to fall into place. Right. And, not, and, and also, we are not selfish and internally focused, but also, you know, when it comes to ministry, we oftentimes think of, you know, preaching the gospel and it's to other people. Mm-hmm. It's to everyone else. You know, we're going to the jungles of Timbuktu or wherever, <laughs> you know, we're on a, a desolate island and, and preaching Christ to them. But at the same time, our own children are not being ministered to effectively and ushered into the kingdom of God and the things of God that he's prepared for them. Well, I have to God apply is it. able to do both. Exactly. I have to apply it to my life first, right? Isn't that what Paul says? He's like, when I, when I preach the message, it's for me first. Amen. And then to everyone else. Amen. So that way I'm not disqualified. Amen. Amen to that. So we're talking about preparation for effective prayers. And this is to break up any hard ground that may be in our heart um, as a result of maybe misconceptions about the Lord. And it's to, to help us focus and hone in so that when we're ready to release our faith and our prayers, they are effective and they are not hit or miss. You know, sometimes people have that spray and pray like a, they've got a, <laughs> a symbiotic weapon and they're just, you know, waving it back and forth, hoping something sticks when God is not like that. He's very targeted. And if we look at the ministry of the earthly ministry of Jesus Christ, his prayers were always answered and it was never, well, maybe, well, I don't know, if it be your will, Lord, it was never that. It was very targeted. It was very accurate. So that's available to us. And in order to get to that place where we are able to confidently release our faith towards God time after time after time, like clockwork, mm-hmm. we got to break up any fallow ground. We got to get any hard um, rocks and stony ground out of our heart so we can perceive and receive the word of God and execute what the Lord has given us. And, and- that begins with holding things in right perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, in the, the previous episode, you discussed how God is always good. That's right. And everything that he says is is literally for our good, for our life. You can take it to the bank. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right? That we would have life and have it more abundantly. Mm-hmm. And everything that comes from Satan, the devil, the adversary, mm-hmm. right? Or any of his demons, his demons principalities, and... all, right? Is literally only to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. So we have to first hold those things in a right perspective. Amen. God and who he is and, and what he is about mm-hmm. and the devil and who he is and what he is about. Right. You know, it's been taught, you know, for a long time or said, I'll say it in this way, about the devil that that he oh, is so versed in scripture and he can quote it forwards and backwards and everything else. And uh, maybe, maybe not. And, and I say probably not. Mm-hmm. And this is why I say probably not is because, well, if we can go all the way back to the garden, right? Mm-hmm. The Lord told him what he was going to do and showed him what he was going to do. Mm-hmm. And that message was repeated throughout the entirety of Scripture, of the Bible, mm-hmm. of what the Lord did and why he was doing it. And it was ultimately for your good, for your salvation. Mm-hmm. Oh, my, I mean, mine first, obviously, mm-hmm. but for, for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. So they could have salvation. And he missed it. So how could it be that if he, if the devil knew scripture so well mm-hmm. that he would miss it? 
unless there's no insight. And there is no insight apart from the Lord and apart from the Holy Spirit ministering. And then there's the other aspect of any discussions, and you will find this over time, any discussions you have with people that are in opposition to the Lord, even if they, quote unquote, know scripture, there's no insight, there's no revelation, there's no true understanding of what that scripture is saying. So why would we then give the devil credit and and think that, oh, well, because he's saying something that is actually be- to benefit and bless our lives? It's not. That only belongs to the Lord. So Amen. we need to put things in a rightful place, right? And, and I mean, James says it this way, um, that we should ask in faith without doubting. For the one who doubts is like the surf on the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. And that that man ought to not expect that he will receive anything because he's double-minded and unstable in all his ways. So we have to first, I'll say, get ourselves in alignment, hold the Lord rightly and in right perspective. Amen. Amen. And this is 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6. It says, talking to that point that the, that Satan does not have wisdom. What he does have is the ability to people whose minds are already blinded and they're open to deception mm-hmm. to continue to deceive. But that's the only power that they give him. It's not something he has no power of his own but this is first corinthians chapter 2 verse 6 it says however we speak wisdom among these who are mature yet not the wisdom of this age nor the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing but we speak the wisdom of god and a mystery the hidden wisdom which god ordained before the ages for our glory which none of the rulers of this age knew for had they known they would not have crucified the lord of glory jesus told he declared it out loud Many times mm-hmm. that when he was lifted up, he would draw all men to himself. Absolutely. And when he died, he was going to he was the seed that was going to bring forth many more brethren. Mm-hmm. And if Satan had any wisdom, he would have been like, let me not touch Jesus, because if I just leave him as one, then it's just him. But instead, he wrecked Satan foolhardy, rushed into right into God's plan that he had already laid because he knows what's in Satan and he's not confused mm-hmm. by that. And. Now we have the Holy Spirit living in so many more people. We have the body of Christ. There's now many M-I-N-I Jesuses mm-hmm. in the earth. So now he, did, he went from one problem to billions of problems. And by many, you mean many people that are being conformed to the image of That's Christ. That's right, who have received Jesus as Lord and Savior. Walking with power and authority that he gave them to and accomplish have, his plan and purpose in the right, earth. That's right, the name of Jesus to cast Satan out of any situation and rule over it. Now, um, let's get back to preparation for effective prayers. And that is important. That's a part of it. Um, but having that right understanding, rightly dividing the word of truth. God is only good and he only mm-hmm. does good things. Satan is only bad and he only does bad things. Um, here's, here's the third point of what we were talking about in this, this part of our series. There is no counsel against God. You are on the winning team. If you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior and you've committed your heart and your life to him, you have no reason not to trust him and you have every reason to trust him. You're on the winning side, which is what we were just talking about. You know, mm-hmm. Satan has no power and he has no wisdom. Carnal wisdom is not true, genuine wisdom. And when it comes to be lined up against the wisdom of God, it doesn't hold a candle. We've seen that time after time after time. Um, Proverbs 21, verse 30 and 31 says, there is no wisdom or understanding or counsel against the Lord. The horse is prepared for the day of battle, but deliverance is of the Lord. So understand that the arm of the Lord has not been shortened, that he cannot save. He's not weak. (laughs) And 
um, you know, of course, the liar, the adversary will try to tell you, God, don't do that anymore. He didn't care about your prayers. It don't make any sense. Is that really going to work? All of those things. But here is the truth. God is still on the throne. God is still powerful. The name of Jesus, just his name. That's it. Every knee will bow. That's right. But then he says about his word that he holds it above his name. Amen. So, well, I mean, that's incredible. Amen. So the words that he spoke still carry today. It's the living word. Mm-hmm. So again, we have to hold it in right perspective. But to his name, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that he is Lord. And his word, so what he speaks, he holds even above his name. Amen to that. So we should we should understand that because it, it matters. And even when the devil, because that's what he does, he's the same bag of tricks. Mm-hmm. He may try to dress it up, but he always comes in the same way at the core of what he's trying to do. It is to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. So even if he comes and says, oh, well, that's not for today. That doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Well, no, the Lord said he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Does Jesus still exist? Absolutely. Yes, he does. So his word still exists, and it is for today. Uh, so Amen. it is for today, and it is and still accomplishing his purpose in the earth. Amen. And Jesus, the Lord is no respecter of persons. So if it worked for them, God's word mm-hmm. works for them. It works for me. Not because of who we are, but because of who he is. He's constant. He's constant and he changes not. Um, We must be convinced that it's in our best interest to trust God with our life, our family and our children. And then we have to place our confidence in him that he will do the job right. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes that thought and religious tradition makes you feel like, well, I can't ask God for that because he's going to punish me. If I ask God to use me, then he's going to make me suffer. Wait a second. We have a good God. He's not bringing any suffering to you. Jesus took the suffering. What he does, I'll give you an opportunity is to buffet your own flesh mm-hmm. and get beyond where you are so you can grow to where he wants you to be. We also have to cast our cares on Jesus because he cares for us. This is an important signal of our trust in him because it's our choice and it requires our conscious effort. And then we must enter into the Lord's rest to release our faith and refuse to worry. Those are all things that are necessary for us to know and understand, um, first of all, about the goodness and the solid um, nature of God's counsel, like that's solid counsel. That's good counsel. It's perfect Mm -hmm. counsel when we listen to him. And that is the place that we should be. And there's no one and nothing that can overthrow or overtake God. And when we hide ourselves in him and we put on what he's given us, um, we put on Christ, we put on his righteousness that belongs to us. We are, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And we enter in and pursue with our heart pure towards God and clean towards him. Oh, and and by that, I mean with the right attitude, trusting that he is who he said he is, Mm -hmm. then we will have the results that he says we'll have. And Renewing our mind is so important to allowing this to become reality. And the reason that we're preparing, because if you're not quite sure yet, don't start hauling off prayers because there's no faith behind them. Absolutely. Faith is the currency of the kingdom of God. You have by faith. (laughs) It's what he looked for everywhere. Christ did throughout his earthly ministry. Amen. Right. Oh, hey, if they had faith over here that 
if they saw the miracles, right, they would have changed, right? Oh, ye of little faith. He said, how long must I bear with you, like yeah. lacking faith? And Absolutely. then in others, and with other people, he said, I've not found faith like this in all of Israel, Amen. which is incredible. And Hebrew says, without faith, it's impossible to please exactly. God. And those that come to him must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek so him. Back to holding him in right perspective. Amen. Amen. And if you have a poor perspective of someone, how can you have confidence in them? If you think they're um, dishonest, if you think they are going to stab you in the back, how can you trust them? You can't. So we got to renew that. We got to get our confidence built up in the Lord before we start throwing out prayers. Because if there's no faith, you shouldn't expect, like we, you talked about in James, if you're not confident in him, you shouldn't expect him to answer. Right. And how, then how can you have that expectation? Right. So we don't want to leave that. We don't want that to be the case. Let's come correct and let's prepare what needs to be prepared so we can go forward in the right way. And I have some action steps for you um, before we close out today. These are things that you can do to aid in this preparation for effective prayer. Number one, make a decision to agree with the Lord. This is a decision that you don't change your mind about. You don't go back on. You don't go, well, maybe I'm going to see. This is a hard line decision. I'm going to agree with you, Lord, no matter what and at all cost. Number two, study the Bible to find out what God actually says and then get understanding. We often put a lot of weight on what somebody else said. Uh, that the Lord said we so you know Pastor Kamisha said that the Bible says you need to put your own eyes on it he wants a relationship with you amen amen but with nothing in between right not amen you through me there's a there's a saying there's no secondhand anointings well there's no secondhand relationships exactly you know the Lord for yourself or you don't amen and you knowing for yourself, what God says, when the adversary comes to challenge, you can answer like Jesus and say, it is written because mm -hmm. you know that it's written. Right. How did that work out for the, the sons of Sceva? Oh, yeah. Oh, in the name of Jesus, the Paul preaches. Well, there's, there was no relationship. And you saw what the results were. Mm -hmm. Well, you read what the results were. Amen. And it was not good for them. Amen. So the Lord gave us power and authority that comes in and through and from him. Amen. He gave it to us directly. Amen. And not through anyone else. Just, glory to God. Just God himself, Absolutely. his son, Jesus. Amen. And we're going to go over a little bit with this episode, but I, I want you to get these action steps. Number three, prepare your heart to receive what the Holy Spirit has to say to you. Studying to know what God's word says will help you judge what you're hearing. Holy Spirit will never violate his own own word. He will never violate the word of God. So as information's coming to you, circumstances are coming to you, even the attack of the enemy against your mind. When you know what the word says, you'll be able to judge by listening to the Holy Spirit. Who's talking? You'll be able to judge who's speaking and make right decisions based on that because you know what the word of God says and you're spending time letting the Holy Spirit talk with you because he always speaks to us when we're studying his word with a pure heart. Number four, choose to believe the word of God. I know I'm saying a lot of things that may sound similar, but they're different and they're unique and they're all needed. Choose to believe the word of God. 
And if there's something you come across and you're like, God, that doesn't quite make sense to my mind, say, Holy Spirit, help me understand your word because he gives us wisdom and understanding liberally. He gladly reveals the word of God to us. He gladly shares the heart of God with his people and his children. Um, Number five, covenant with your mouth to only speak words of faith, hope, love, truth, peace, and joy. And and that summarizes it to say, speak only what the Lord tells you to speak. Don't give in to urges of your flesh. And if you've talked by your flesh, if you've talked by exaggerations, if you've told lies on a regular basis, purify that, bring that to God and go, okay, God, I'm going to uproot this. I'm going to get my mouth in line with what you have to say. If it's not faith, I'm not talking. And if it's not hope, I'm not, I'm not talking about wishing. Um, If it's not hope, I'm not talking it. If it's not the love of God, I'm not talking it. If it's not the truth, I'm not talking it. If it's not peace and joy, I'll just be quiet. Number six, find scriptures in the word that are about your family and your children. And this applies to any scripture. I mean, any situation that you face, but because we're talking about interceding and praying for your children, um, I'm just going to stay focused on that for now. Find scriptures in the word that are about your family and your children and what God believes about your children, what he says about them, how he feels about them. And when you physically search the word versus just being told by another person, the word and the understanding that comes from that time with the Lord becomes yours and no one can take it from you. Mm. No one can talk you out of it, convince you can't steal it from you because it's yours. You've got it and it's revelation to you. So there is value. Like I could print all these things out. I could find all the scriptures and put it online, but the blessing that comes from you flipping the pages of your Bible, you taking notes, you finding out, you hearing from God is irreplaceable. You need a preacher to get you going, but relationship comes from your own. So, so you studying the God. scriptures to show yourself Amen. approved. Amen. I can't seek them to show you approved. You have to seek them to show yourself approved. Thank you, sweetheart. Uh, yes, we can. As you said, we can give a, a start. Amen. Right, but there is an element, and aspect of you got to do your own research. Amen. And and even then, even if. You know, and, and not if, but as I know, many are going to get a start from just what we're discussing here. Amen. Um, search the scriptures to see if what we say is true. Amen. We will not be offended. Amen. Come, we encourage you to do so. And I'll say with that and the, the caveat, come with the heart to hear what God has to say. Amen. That's it. If you're searching to try to prove us wrong, the adversary's already got your mind. But if you're coming to hear what Holy Spirit has to say and let him tell you the truth, then God will bless you all day long. Um, number seven, and this, this is the last of the action steps, meditate, which means to mutter over and over, speak the word of God to yourself and think on what the scripture says, get ready to release the power of God in your life and the life of your children. And you must be able to confidently release your faith time after time after time. So take this time, mull it over. Think on what God is saying. Let the Holy Spirit reveal it to you and mutter it, meditate on it. Talk to yourself about the word. And that would sound something like this. Um, God, you said you're for me. So who can be against me? Lord, I thank you. You're for me. I believe you are for me, God. I believe that, God. Thank you, Lord. You're for my children. And then name your children. God, you're for Layla. You're for Kyla. You're for the Charles and you're for promise. Those are our children's names, but um, put your children's names in there and start thinking of everywhere that the word of God applies and, and start speaking it. Just whisper it to yourself if you're around other people, but 
speak it out loud because that is building faith on the inside of you. That's putting the word of God, which is a seed down in your heart. And that's watering the word and allowing it to come up. So when you're ready to open your mouth and speak forth the prayers, um, which will be combined with uh, declarations and decrees and using other weapons that the Lord has given us, it will come forth in faith, confidence, and boldness. And it will be full of the power of God, which is what we want and what God wants for us. And ultimately what you want in your life. Amen to which that. Which is why you're listening to this episode. Amen to that. So we have gone over and we're, we're going to wrap it up there. But we just want to thank you so much. Um, I, I want to thank you. If you've been listening to this podcast um, since Living the Messiah's Love started, or you're one of our Day of Prayer um, listeners, I just want to tell you thank you. We appreciate um, you spending your time with us. We appreciate you giving us the opportunity to speak into your lives and preach the word of God to you. And... Um, you know, I want you to know that we keep you in prayer and we thank God for your faithfulness. We bless God for who you are and we are in agreement with his will for your life. Um, if you have prayer requests, please don't hesitate to reach out to um, ministry at a day of prayer.org. And um, you can also find my email address and website. Which, what is it again, honey? Messiah's love at a day of prayer.org. Okay. Messiah's love at a day of prayer.org. Okay. Thank you for remembering that for I appreciate you, my love. All right. If you have a moment, please like this episode, um, subscribe to this channel and share it on your social, social media. We love you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Mm-hmm.